0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by LIC. Good morning to everyone. It is the start of a new week and I am Hormes Fatakia here to tell you all that you need to know on the 22nd of February. First up, Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre has yet again urged citizens to wear masks and maintain social distancing as cases across the state continue to rise. Thakre also announced prohibition of all political, religious and social gatherings in the state starting Monday. The state reported close to 7,000 new cases over the last 24 hours, with Mumbai accounting for 921 of them. While a night curfew has been imposed in Pune, Amravati district in the state's Vidarbha region will be under a week-long lockdown from 8pm tonight. Restrictions will also be in place in areas like Akola, Vashim, Buldhana and Yavatmal. In order to increase the availability of coal in the country, the central government plans to permit the sale of 50% of coal and lignite produced by captive blocks. The government intends to incorporate a provision in the Mines and Minerals Act of 1957. The Ministry of Mines has also invited comments from state governments, among others, on these proposals. The government has tweaked guidelines for strategic disinvestment, making security clearances mandatory for all bidders who put in price bids for buying a public sector company. The financial bids will now be opened or by the Evaluation Committee on Strategic Divestment only after potential suitors get security clearances, according to a government official. Marico says that it expects to deliver volume growth in the mid-teens over the next couple of quarters. CFO Pawan Agrawal told PTI that the company has seen a strong revival in consumer demand and that it has set itself a revenue target of 500 crore rupees from the immunity and healthy foods business in FY22. Agrawal also said that there can be pressure on margins in the near term owing to higher input costs, but it will revert back to the 19-20% to 20% range in the next 3-4 months. Jubilant Foodworks has announced that its wholly owned subsidiary Jubilant Foodworks Netherlands will acquire Fides Food Systems for an all-cash consideration of £24.8 million. The subsidiary will acquire 32.8% stake in DP Eurasia, which is one of the largest master franchisee of the Domino's Pizza brand. The subsidiary has entered into a purchase agreement with Turkish Private Equity Fund which is the sole member of FIDE's food systems. The transaction is likely to be completed within 20 business days of the signing of the purchase agreement. Torrent Power has emerged as the highest bidder for 51% privatisation of the power distribution company in the union territories of Dadra and Nagar Haveli, along with Daman and Dew. With the addition of these territories, the company will now distribute nearly 25 billion units to nearly 4 million customers and cater to a peak demand of 5,000 megawatts. Torrent Group Chairman Samir Mehta said that the company is well-poised to participate in the new opportunities coming up in the sector, as well as privatisation of state-owned distribution circles. In international news, Saudi Arabia is urging fellow members of the OPEC to be extremely cautious despite prices rebounding to their highest in over a year. While the kingdom wants the group to hold supply steady, Russia wants to proceed with an increase in supply. The OPEC will meet on the 4th of March to decide whether more crude should be provided to the market in the month of April. Crude oil prices are trading higher this morning as four of the largest refineries in Texas are expected to remain shut for weeks of repairs following the cold snap. Shares of copper producers and product makers are rising this morning after copper prices on the LME rose to their highest level since September of 2011. Goldman Sachs believes that copper is set to see its biggest deficit in a decade this year. Among other metals, tin prices also hit a 9-year high, capping its 16th straight weekly advance. Prices of tin are already up 30% this year. Bitcoin is trading with losses this morning after gaining close to 10% over the last three sessions. The cryptocurrency hit a market value of $1 trillion on Friday with gains of over 6%. Tesla founder Elon Musk mentioned in a tweet that prices of Bitcoin do appear to be high. The token made a record high of $57,527 on Saturday. With that, I now head over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning, Neeraj. We are coming on the back of four straight days of declines. Are the jitters likely to continue?
1: Thanks, Ormaz, for that. And yes, uh... After two weeks of losses, can we see a week of recovery? Well, difficult to say. You're going into the settlement week and therefore volatility should be high. The The stack as, it's, as it sets up right now is that we'll probably start off flattish to marginally lower if the Asian screens is to be believed. Um, it will be interesting to see how we do during the course of the day. But you have to admit that the current put base of 15,000 strike should act as an immediate support for the index. Usually supports get taken out and then there cease to be supports, but for now, we're watching out for 15,000. The good part from a bull's perspective is that the bank Nifty is cracked ahead of the expiry week and therefore further downsides, if any, should be gradual. But they would also depend on what the foreign flows do because there's a correlation between the FI flows and the bank nifty and foreign flows are turning a bit patchy. The Friday number was hardly anything to write about, for example. Um, So yeah, uh, Asia looking weakish or marginally soft, the US futures are flattish, so don't expect any fireworks on the upside for sure. But if the market stays stable, then you could probably expect IT and pharma, which have corrected a little bit, to bounce back because there will be a flocking back towards the safe haven. However, the most important thing, aside of individual stocks like Marico, wherein the CFO has given some comments about how the near term could be, wherein they're saying that margins could dip a little bit but will come back, or a Sue and Life, wherein promoters are subscribing to warrants. I think what is make or break is PSUs. A large number of trading hands have invested in PSU stocks, SBI, BPCL, other banks, Concor, what have you. And thus, what PSU stocks do, would make or break sentiment this week. So watch out for those, I would reckon, as the most important gauge of trading sentiment. IT and pharma to bounce back if markets stay stable and Bank Nifty being the key determinant of what the markets could do. Well, I'll just end with this podcast with a a quote that I got on Twitter from a gentleman called Brian Feroldi. He says, and I quote, investing should be fun. If you're losing sleep, your strategy is probably misaligned with your personality. That got a nerve, uh, that struck a chord with me, and I hope that it teaches you a thing or two. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in.
0: I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to the show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. Brought to you by LIC.